Hey, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thanks for being with me on this Sunday morning. Well, one of my favorite organizations, charities, is St. Jude, and really excited to have Anda Wire here, the marketing director. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for being here. I know a lot of charities I've spoken with have said that they've been hurt during COVID-19, just trying to raise money. Have you guys been fighting the same thing? We have. You know, it really has impacted our fundraising especially those in-person events like our, our walk or our dinners, galas, and golf events. Um, but we're just readjusting and recreating what this looks like because we still have our commitment to the kids of St. Jude and, and need to honor that. Well, let's talk a little bit for folks that maybe have heard about St. Jude, you've seen the commercials, but you don't really know everything that they do. Let's talk about St. Jude and what the mission really is, because the hospital is there in Memphis, but St. Jude is really everywhere. It's all over the country. Yeah, and I'm so glad you said that because it really is local. You know, we we help kids from around the world, you know, in all of all of the states. Um, because we, we share all of our research. We share our research with our local hospitals here. And if they're not able to get treated here, that's when they go to St. Jude. And for the kids going to St. Jude, I mean, these are the serious of serious cases, if I understand that right. Exactly. It's really, you know, just another piece of hope for, for families and um, you know, it's just an, ex- an extra support system, too. Well, and what is St. Jude? I mean, it is a hospital. It is a research center. But what is the mission there? And, and, you know, that's exactly it. And, you know, the thing is that no family ever sees a bill from St. Jude for, for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all we want a family to do is focus on their child getting better. So a child gets diagnosed with cancer and a doctor recommends that, hey, we think St. Jude would be the right hospital for you. What happens next in their life? Yeah, so we work with the local doctors here to connect to the hospital in, in Memphis and, you know, they, they check out all of their records and then they, you know, if it follows the criteria, then they get them to the hospital. Um, and we, we fly them out there. And again, they are greeted with the best of the best of so the doctors, the nurses, you know, the, the speech therapist or whatever that looks like, because we want them to be fully supported and covered. Well, and one of the things that impressed me was that when I was at the St. Jude campus is, like you said, it's everything. I mean, it it was just even going into the cafeteria and seeing the fact that the chefs there at the cafeteria will sometimes like do extra special things for the kids and the families, finding mom's homemade recipe and making it for them. It's all these little extra touches that when they're fighting their fight against cancer, I know means so much to them and the families. Exactly. And that just makes my heart so happy because, you know, a lot of these kids, like they don't want to eat you know, or they're craving certain things. And so our chefs go out of their way to make sure that they're getting all, all of the nutrients that they're able to. Um, and St. Jude thinks of it all. You know, we have St. Jude proms. We have um, graduations. We have, you know, anything. You name it, really. St. Jude covers. And they, they truly take care of the family as a whole, too. So they take care of the siblings, the parents, you name it. Well, one of the families that I interviewed years and years ago, they were telling me about how they're at the hospital, they're, they're, they're with their child in their home city, and they say, hey, you need to go to St. Jude, and you need to go today. And all of a sudden, it was the flights, it was finding somewhere to stay, and that St. Jude just said, hey, we got it. Exactly, because as you can imagine, like their life is turned upside down, and they really have to drop everything to make that move. You know, they're going to be packing, but they might not think to bring a toothbrush or deodorant, and you know, St. Jude's there to kind of help them with that process and, and tell them that their child, 
you know, it's going to be okay and they're going to do whatever they, they can. In addition to helping the families out, it's also about the research. And explain again when you say that they freely share it, what that really means. Yeah, so we want all of our local hospitals to have that research that they discover and so that they are using the latest and greatest protocols, right? So we want our kids to be able to stay home. We want them to be home with their friends and their family versus having to go to Memphis. So researchers discover something and it's effective and it helps in the fight against childhood cancer. Yeah, so they're able to go online and really just pick, you know, pull up all of our protocols and so they can get the latest and greatest. And so tell me also, uh, for families that are coming to St. Jude, what does that look like for them? I mean, sometimes they're there for a short amount of time, but sometimes they're there for a while, aren't they? Exactly. And it really is a, you know, case-by-case basis and and how they're doing. But we do provide housing for them. So we have housing facilities anywhere from short-term to long-term. You know, some of them are a little bit more hotel hotel style, and then some are more apartment style. So they have a couple different bedrooms. They have a fully stocked kitchen. Um, you know, they are able to do laundry, and so they're able to be comfortable there. And how does it work for kids that are in school? How does St. Jude handle their learning? Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually really excited. You know, they have a, a program at St. Jude, um, and they have a school, so they're able to work with the local schools um, you know, wherever that child is from, to figure out, okay, what are they learning? What textbooks are you using? Um, can you give me a little bit more detail about this child so that they're not falling behind? How, and, and I've seen that program in effect, and it is incredible, because it also applies to the siblings. Is that right? Exactly. They they treat the sibling as best as they can. And, you know, they have a sibling day. And and they make sure that the, the sibling also understand what, you know, that brother or sister is going through. So they understand, like, oh, maybe they're not able to play today. Or, oh, no, like, my brother or sister is having surgery today. And because they're going to be asking a lot of questions, too. Absolutely. And Dan, Danny Thomas started St. Jude. Tell me a little bit about that, because that really is a great story. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite stories. Um, so Danny Thomas was a, a struggling entertainer. You know, he wasn't doing well. He was trying to get jobs where he could, and he had a baby on the way, which you guys probably know as Marlo Thomas. Um, so one day he prayed. He prayed to St. Thaddeus, and he said, show me my way in life, and, and I will build you a shrine. So he donated the rest of his change, and he walked out. Within a couple of days, he got offered a job as a singing toothbrush for the radio, which I always think, you know, is a fun story. And that's really where his career blossomed. He started getting job after job after job um, and, you know, started having his own TV show. And um, he always remembered his promise to St. Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. So as you can imagine, he had this crazy idea that he wanted to start a hospital and um, that no family ever saw a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, no matter what your, your race, your religion, anything like that, nothing mattered because he wanted everybody to get the same treatment. And so... He asked his family, his friends, his sponsors, you name it, to get on board with this um, and was able to open the hospital in 1962. It's hard to believe how long it has been around when you say it like that. Right? I know. And it's crazy. What always blows my mind is that when we first opened in 1962, the overall childhood cancer survival rate was 20% and now we're at 80%. That is a huge jump. 80% survival rate. 
and we're hoping to drive that to 90% too. So we're definitely working on the latest and, you know, hoping to get, get to that because kids are still dying of cancer and that's not okay. And I've heard other people talk before, and I don't know if you have the information, but what are some of the innovations that St. Jude is known for in the fight against childhood cancer? Yeah, so it's a lot of, of, of the, the rarest and most catastrophic diseases. So that can be anything from sickle cell to malaria to um, working on new vaccinations for the flu, um, you know, really leading the way the world understands who and defeats childhood cancer. And how has how have things been affected at St. Jude since this whole COVID thing has happened? Yeah, I mean they definitely had to adjust, right? So the the campus has been basically on a shutdown, um, and our our families are limited to the child and one parent, and they're being extremely cautious. Luckily, you know they were a little bit ahead of it mm-hmm. um, just until it got it got pretty bad. And so they were able to prepare for that. And, you know, again, at the end of the day, the priority are the kids that are going to St. Jude to get treated. So they're going above and beyond, above and beyond to make sure that, you know, they get the best care. Well, we started off this talk talking about finances and the fact that, you know, childhood cancer, uh, childhood diseases, they don't take a break just because COVID is here. And so donations, and that has been a little bit of a challenge for so many different organizations, yours included. And two of the things that you did really big here in Denver, the St. Jude Walk and then also the Dream House. So tell me about what's going on there. Yeah, and thank you for asking. You know, we're extremely excited about this. So Currently, we are in mid-campaign for the Denver St. Jude Dream Home Giveaway, um, and the house is gorgeous. So it's built by Oakwood Homes, valued at $725,000, um, and honestly, thought they thought of everything, down to the tile work, to the fireplace, to the kitchen. It's stunning. They have an amazing wet bar that's in the basement, um, and they... It was, it's amazing. They, it's a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, about 3,600 square feet, um, and tickets are going really fast. And how much are tickets? So tickets are $100, um, and for more information, people are able to go to dreamhome.org or call our 800 number at 1-800-276-7695. And so that $100 ticket, that money goes to St. Jude, to the families, to the kids, to the research. Exactly. And honestly, this truly, it, it takes a village for this campaign. We work with so close with you guys, with Oakwood Homes, with Fox 31, um, Epsilon Sigma Alpha, the Denver Post, Colorado Homes and Lifestyles, Furniture Row, Landmark Lincoln, you know, Univision, you name it. Um, it takes a village for us to sell out this campaign and tickets are going really fast. Okay. So the $100 tickets, the raffle tickets are on sale right now. And where do you get them and how long are they going to be on sale for? Yeah, so great question. So um, I highly suggest um, people start getting them now. Again, tickets are going really fast. So if they get their ticket by August 7th, um, they're in for a $10,000 Visa gift card, um, a 2020 Lincoln, and then also the House, of course. Um, But people can go to dreamhome.org or by calling at our 800 number at 1-800-276-7695. Um, and also by visiting dreamhome.org, they're able to see a virtual tour of the house um, to check it out, you know, see the design and um, 
how gorgeous it is this year. It really is gorgeous. I know. I've been looking at it online. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. To win right? a free house and then to know you're helping out St. Jude at the same time, it really is incredible. And explain to folks $100, because that's how much the raffle tickets, because I was looking at the stats of the fact that $100 and what it can cover for St. Jude. Exactly. And it's exactly like you said, it goes directly to, to our families. So that could cover you know, helping them with their, their grocery shopping or their laundry or transportation. Um, you know, it really does help our families in the long run because, again, all they, they want to focus on is their child getting better. Right. And $100, just to kind of break it down, can cover two platelet count tests. It can cover six meals for a St. Jude family. So when you're thinking about making that donation for the raffle ticket, think of that. Like, you can even explain it, I think, sometimes to your kids. Like, hey, this is six meals for a family in need, and their, their kids are sick right now. I just think it's always nice as a parent to be able to break it down into kind of small steps for the kids absolutely and honestly like i you know cancer affects everybody it could be your neighbor it could be your own child so just knowing that st jude out there gives so much hope to our families right and once again it's local it's not just the st jude hospital in memphis and that's why we get behind st jude Uh, let's talk about the walk that's always a big event for you raising money yes we are so excited so our walk is going to be september 19th um, and September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, so this is really our big celebration to ce- celebrate our families and that families that have been affected by pediatric cancer or just cancer in general, right? So we want to come together and celebrate that. Um, but as you can imagine, we have a lot to figure out, right? So right. with this being typically an in-person event um, and COVID-19, you know, right now we have a, a component to do both. So whether we have the event in person, but there's also a virtual component. Um, And so people are able to walk around their block or, um, you know, get a couple friends together and go around a park or something like that. So we're trying to make it as easy for our folks, but we're still trying to figure out what the details look like and, you know, how can we keep people engaged throughout it. I know. You probably feel like you're just having to reinvent all the time, and especially as information about COVID-19 comes in and things in our state change. I'm sure you're having to kind of change things, you know, on a dime, too. Exactly. You know, it's like nobody's ever been through this, so we're just working in the gray. And um, we have just been so grateful of our supporters and our sponsors, um, because that's truly what makes such a big difference. Because exactly like you said earlier, cancer doesn't stop. And our families need us now more than ever. Right. And it's such a good time to give back. I mean, I think for me, too, you know, sometimes you feel overwhelmed with everything going on and you're feeling kind of down. And yet, you know, you can give back and give a little hope to another family. And it does make you feel better. It kind of gives you a little bit of hope, too, I think, as we're getting through this thing. Exactly. And we're coming together as a community. So we have we typically have a walk in Denver and in Colorado Springs. So this year we're combining the efforts because at the end of the day, we're on the same team. You know, we want to support the the hospital and um, we're coming together as a community all throughout the Rocky Mountains. Okay, so tell us again. um, I know things and details may change a little bit before the event, but when is the St. Jude Walk? How do folks register? How is that working? Yeah, so to to find more information, you can go to stjude.org slash walkdenver. And it's going to have all the information that you guys need for it of how to sign up because it is free, which I think is, is huge right now. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we want to be able to get your support and get you involved. 
Um, and that's where you're going to get the latest updates to as far as what that virtual option looks like and what those next steps are going to be. All right. And the St. Jude Dream Home, the $100 raffle tickets for this 700 and what is it, $1,000 home uh, that looks absolutely incredible. Those tickets on sale right now. And when will that end? Right. So um, as I mentioned, tickets are going really fast. So we'll, we'll go until we sell Either we sell out or by September 3rd. So make sure you tune in to Fox 31 and Colorado's own Channel 2 as we pick the winners for all of our prize deadlines and for the house as well. And once again, the St. Jude raffle uh, tickets for $100 for the St. Jude Dream Home. You can buy them online so you don't have to go anywhere. And what's that website again, Ann? It's going to be dreamhome.org and look at Denver specifically. All right. Well, Ann DeWire, Marketing Director with St. Jude, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it. Keep us posted and let us know how we can help. Uh, thank you so much. And Dwyer with St. Jude. Thank you again for being here. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning. Once again, you can get in touch with St. Jude. You can make donations and get involved with the walk or buy a raffle ticket for the St. Jude Dream Home, a great way to give back. Thank you for being here. And if you want, you can always share this podcast on your social media account. We'll have all the information, too, on the station's website. Have a great Sunday. Be blessed. Be kind. And I'll see you again next week.